Welcome back to another episode of the Gentile Life Podcast, everybody. I hope you've had a great 2022 so far. Whew, man, if I sound a little sluggish, a little tired, a little hungover, that's because I am. We just celebrated a buddy of mine's 40th birthday last night, and whew, man, it was fun. Good times. It was some good times, and so... I'm going to talk about being 40, right? Because I turned 40 back in September, but we were on hiatus, so I didn't get a chance to talk about being 40 and, you know, the difference between 20s, 30s, and, you know, obviously I have no idea what's going to happen in my 40s, but I figured that's a good way to bring in the second episode of the year. But before we get to that, I do have to share a story with everybody. And mom, if you are listening, I am sorry that I'm sharing this story, but it's just, it's too funny. So my mom calls me the other day and was like, hey, so me and Jonathan, or sorry, I was listening to your 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 episode last week, and I happen to have Jonathan with me, which is my nephew. He's eight years old. And she's like, yeah, and so we're sitting there and we're listening, and then you started dropping F-bombs and saying some curse words, and I had to stop listening or had him leave because you were just cussing away, which... I mean, I wasn't really cussing away. At least I don't think I was. I try not to cuss as much as I can. You know, I try to be aware of this. But the funny part about that is she's like, and Brian, like, you need to warn people or you need to have something on the episode that's saying there is foul language in your episodes. And she's just going on this little rant. And when she was done, I was like, Mom, I do. It asks me every time I post, you know, an episode or when I created the the show pages and all that stuff, it says, are there explicit lyrics? And I put, yeah, because sometimes I, I might not cuss at all, but sometimes I might. So I need to warn people because, you know, I know my friends have kids and stuff like that. So that's funny to me. And mom, love you to death. So this will be the one and only time that I am going to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this podcast right now and you have kids around, Sorry, kids, but you probably need to leave or you need to turn this off. Put in your AirPods or your AirBuds, whatever. Put on headphones, kick them out of the car, kick them out of the room, whatever it is. If you have children around, they probably should not be listening to my episodes or you need to listen to them first (laughs) if you want them to hear anything of this, if you want to listen to it again. So that is your warning. Please send the kids away, okay? Hopefully now you have time and they if you actually sent them away, okay? So send them away right now. Just do it right now. Okay, now that that fucking shit is out of the way. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't help myself. Sorry, Mom. You know I love you to death. Anyways, but we're going to talk about being 40, guys. So I turned 40 back in September. We just celebrated my friend's birthday last night. And like I said, I'm a little sluggish today. But, whew, man, there's a huge difference between your 20s, your 30s, and, you know, your 40s. You know, I think we all know that, at least when it comes to drinking, right? In your 20s, I mean, you, you, you're hungover, but you, you have energy, you can get up, you know, you probably do stuff. You can be functional, right? You can be functional. And as we all know, as you get older, not so much. It tends to get harder and harder to function. And even today, like this morning, it's, you know, I'm not terribly hungover, but I'm hungover enough where I'm just like, ugh, I really don't want to record this episode right now, but, you know, here we are. So... <sighs> yeah, so your 20s, right? It's, I feel like there's a difference, you know, in your ages. So I, I posed the question out there to my friends in social media, you know, like, if you're not in your 40s yet, are you looking forward to it, you know? And people were like, hell yeah, and then some were like, no, you know, I'm trying to age backwards, you know? It was, it was kind of split, actually, a little 50-50 there. 
And then I was like, if you are 40, are you enjoying it? And people are like, loving it. Yes, still feel young. And then some are like, nope, I do not. You know, my body hurts all the time. You know, and so I asked them, you know, what what era did you prefer? You know, your 20s, 30s, or your 40s? And a lot of people, you know, I had people that told me their 20s were great. People told me their 30s were great. 40s were great. I, I mean, it was, it was, like I said, it was pretty even across the board. There was no landslide of what was better than the other. And so I was thinking about that. It's like, okay, so I feel like my 20s was my trial and error years, right? I'd made a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes I didn't make. You know, I learned a lot, but it was just, I feel like your 20s are where you really learn. Even though you think you know everything, you don't know shit. You don't. You don't know anything. You think you do, but you don't. And that's the beauty of it. You know, you're not supposed to know everything when you're in your 20s. You got to learn. That's how you grow in life. You got to make mistakes and you got to learn. And I feel like trial and error was my 20s. I'm sure most of you were like that too. I know friends that were like me and their 20s were trial and error. And then there were some that went to college, you know, met a girl, got married in their young 20s and started having a family. Or, you know, they started working right out of high school and had a family very young and they had to learn, you know, trial and error of being a father or a mother in their 20s. I mean, it's everybody. It, I feel like it doesn't matter. Your 20s are always going to be trial and error no matter what your situation is. I mean, that, like I said, that was me. I mean, my 20s. My 20s was the first time I ever truly fell in love, right? Like fell in love so hard that I thought I was going to marry the girl. On and off for five years, you know, she made mistakes. I made mistakes. It it was back and forth. And then the final time we were together was my fault. I made that mistake, you know, sorry, let me rephrase that because it sounds kind of bad. I don't mean it like I made that mistake as far as like, oh, I made a mistake. I wish I was still with her. It was more of I made the mistake of hurting her. And it's something that I hate because this was a great person. And I truly cared and loved for her and I, I screwed it up, you know, and it's like, not like I look at it like, oh man, I wish we were still together. That's not it at all. It's just, I wish I wouldn't have hurt her the way that it happened because it was my fault. It was my fault. And again, see trial and error. And I took that lesson. It took me a few years to learn that lesson, but I learned my lesson from that. And I applied that when I got to my thirties. And I made sure that I didn't make the same mistake again. And I almost did with my now wife. But I learned my lesson and made sure I prevented that issue from happening. And boom, now we're married with kids. So there you go. And yes, my wife knows that story. So don't think like, oh my God, did he just share something that he hasn't told it? No, she knows. My wife is the coolest. Like it's, she asked, I think I brought this up on our previous episode, like early on in the podcast. She straight up asked me about people I dated before her because she's nine years younger than me. And it was just one of those things where I was like, mm, that's a trap. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about any of my exes. And then I gave her like a small example. And then I realized, oh, she doesn't get jealous. Okay, cool. Like she understands. Like I had a whole life. I had a whole nine year life before her, you know, and that's, and she was okay with it. But yeah, so she knows that story. She knows all about uh, the girl in my twenties, but yeah, that's your twenties trial and error. Also drinking is uh, a big lesson for me. So I don't drink liquor. I mean, okay, here, you know, what's funny. I did last night. As I'm, I'm, I'm starting to work out a little bit more. I'm trying to cut down on, you know, having too many calories and things like that. And beer has a lot of calories and I love beer. Beer is my thing. So in my twenties, I'll never forget this. It was my 22nd birthday party. Cause I couldn't celebrate my 21st. Okay. My 21st birthday, I was 21 years old, but I had to stay on campus living in a dorm room because I didn't have enough credits to live off campus or you have to be 21 to live off campus. Well, I turned 21 in the middle of September. You had to be 21 within like the first week or something of when the school year started. So I had stuck in a dorm room. 
And of course, I'm coming home every weekend because that's when I met said uh, girl that I fell deeply in love with. So I didn't really make friends right away. So my birthday fell on a Wednesday, my 21st birthday. I had nobody to go have a drink with. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know where to go because it was early on in the semester. So I hadn't really established friendships yet, which is kind of sad, I guess. But I will say this, though. I did go to a bar and I did order a drink legally because <laughs> just so I could say that I did it. So my 22nd birthday was more like my 21st. Plus, when I turned 21, I turned 21 early before a lot of my friends. So a lot of my friends couldn't really go anywhere anyway. So I had to go buy all the beer <laughs> for us to drink on my 21st. So my 22nd birthday was like my 21st. We went out, we partied, we had a great time. Here's where the lesson comes into play. Don't trust your friends. Okay, do not trust your friends when it comes to alcohol, especially around your birthday, because they are going to get. Oh, my God, they're just going to they're going to get you. So my buddy puts down this shot in front of me and I look at him like, what the hell is that? And it was like one of those um, like a, I think it was like a Jaeger bomb, you know, or something like that. Not a Jaeger bomb. It was one of those drinks where like you put Red Bull in it and it's like maybe it is a Jaeger bomb. I don't know. I can't remember that because, again, don't drink these that often. But, it, you know, it was supposed to be, it looked like a, he was like, it's a weak drink. You know, it's like one of those like they mix it. It's not that strong. I'm like, OK, fine. So I take the shot. Here's what I should have known, because the glass came in a like thick glass, not like one of those little plastic glasses. Right. Where you take a shot. So that should have been my first clue. But again, I'm only 22. I haven't learned my lesson yet. So I take the shot and holy hell, it was the strongest shot I've ever had. And I'm like dying and they're laughing their asses off. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Oh, man, that was a four horsemen. Now, a four horsemen can't remember exactly what's in it, but just know it's four strong liquors all in one shot. That's what it is. And it's just like, holy hell, it sucked. So then like seconds later, I know the shot gets in front of me from another friend. And I look at him, and I go, I ain't taking it. Like, I'm not taking it. He goes, it's not a four horseman. And I looked at him, he goes, look, man, it's not a four horseman. I went, okay, not a four horseman. Dumbass me didn't think to ask a follow-up question. Take the shot. Holy Jesus, stronger than the last one. Five-star general. You can guess. It's a, f- a fifth <laughs> extra uh, strong liquor that's added to a four horseman, I guess, or something like that. And needless to say, I was on my ass after that. Because like I said, I drink beer. I didn't really drink liquor or take shots. It's just, it's never been my thing. And I don't remember the rest of the night. I know I fell off my bar stool at one point. So again, lesson learned. Don't trust your friends when they hand you shots. So now, as I got into my 30s, I mean, it didn't, I mean, it happened. But then like, I was more aware of it. So I wouldn't take it. I'd warn them like, like, don't give me something like that. Give me like a weak shot. I'm good. Or just buy me a beer. Like, that's what you can do on my birthdays. I got into my 30s and I had a whole new group of friends that I worked with. And I'll never forget, this wasn't my birthday, but they're like, hey, man, we're going to take a shot. I was like, man, I don't want to take a shot. And they're like, no, no, we're going to take a shot. So he comes back and he's like, man, I bought all these shots. And so everybody takes a shot and I literally just dump it on the floor. I'm like, okay. They didn't see me, right? And they just kept handing me shots. And I just kept dumping them on the floor because I kept telling them, I'm not taking a shot. I think I had to work the next morning or something. See? Being in your 30s. So we're at the bar and uh, he hands me the shot and I dumped it. Like, I think I told him, I go, if you give, if you buy me a shot, I'm going to dump it out right in front of you. And he's like, ah, oh, no, 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 you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. And I, I warned him because I'm like, hey, I, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So he hands me the shot and I look at him dead in the eye and I just literally shoop, dumped it on the floor. And he's like, what the? F-? I mean, he was pissed because it was like an $8 shot. And I was like, I told you, do he goes, you've been doing that all night. I go, yep. Tried to warn you. <laughs> and that's where I learned that lesson in my 20s. See, trial and error. You learn in your 20s. 
you make mistakes and you learn from them. Now, you know, and you take that and you apply it to your 30s, which is what I did. I thankfully, you know, I, I, I applied it to my 30s and I, you know, technically grew up. You know, I started working for Mattress Firm. I was making real money. I wasn't working like some college or, you know, high school job that was hourly. And, you know, this was a sales job making commissions, which I thought I was going to suck at sales. And, you know, my 30s is where I is where I really grew up, you know. Okay, well, most of y'all that know me know I don't really grow up, but you know what I mean. I was living on my own, paying my bills, and then eventually, you know, ended up meeting my now wife. We have kids and we have a house now. We have all this fun stuff. And that's what happened in my 30s. I was able to apply my trial and error of all the mistakes I made in my 20s to make sure I don't make the same mistakes in my 30s, which sometimes you, sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. It just kind of depends. But you're a little bit more wiser, right? I feel like that's what happens in your 30s. Your 20s, you're young, you're dumb, you figure it out. Your 30s, you're going to apply what you learned and try to improve yourself. Now, of course, not everybody does that. I know people that are in their 40s that still act like they're in their 20s or that we're still in high school. It is what it is, right? I know people that are still like that. You can't av- you can't avoid those people. You just you cannot avoid them uh, whatsoever. But, I mean, 30s was great. You know, I feel like that's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. It's hard to explain. It's just I feel like your 30s are just really where you take what you learned and you grow even more as a person. You know, and then if you're married or you have a, you're a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, you know, husband, wife, whatever, you know, you, you learn to become a better version of that. And then like as a father and a mother, like you learn to be a better version of yourself if you have that in your 30s. So 40s, I mean, I don't know what's going to come next. I got a lot of plans I want to knock out in my 40s. You know, I, I really, I'm still pursuing a broadcasting dream. You know, I'm 40 years old and I'm still pursuing that. I love doing this podcasting stuff, so I'm going to continue to do that. I'm going to continue to do the things that I love to do because I want to show, because now that I'm in my 40s, it's not about me. It's about shedding, shedding, it's about shedding a good example. Can't talk today. See, hungover. You know, see, look, this is me drinking water, trying to hydrate myself. Yeah, not great radio or podcasting, whatever you want to call it. Ooh, but it felt good in my tummy, though. <laughs> but you know, your forties, I feel like that's where you want to set a good example for your, for your kids. Right. You know, I, in my twenties, like I said, made a mistake. I dropped out of college. Now I, I, I look back on it now because I went back and got my degree. So I, I joke now, like, okay, I took a break and then I went back. But in reality, in live time, when I left college, I, I dropped out. I was never planning on going back. I was done with it. I mean, I going to class was never a problem. Going to class was never a problem. It was the studying part because after class, like, cause I would go to class hungover, come home, go to sleep, end up working, party with my friends, and then, you know, do it all over again. You know, I never really studied. I mean, I tried and I mean, I did sometimes. It just, I, I just wasn't a great student. I just, I think I was burnt out. I was done. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. I'm quitting. And so I did. I dropped out. I dropped out of college. But then, you know, life kicked me in the face and I realized, man, I quit. Like I quit on my dream. For no reason. Like, I didn't have a reason. I just, because I just didn't want to do it anymore. I quit. You know, so I dropped out of college and, you know, that's, in my, in, in one way, I regret it. But if I didn't do that, I don't think I'd be here today talking to you. Or I wouldn't have met Megan. I wouldn't have my kids. You know, I, I wouldn't have what I have today. I mean, you could always trace back to the moment that 
something changed your life and got you on the track that you needed to get on. And that was my moment, you know, dropping out of college set me on the path that I think that I'm on today. You know, so my 40s, I want to set that example for my girls like, hey, you know, it doesn't matter. Like if you want to if you want something, you just you keep going for it and you're going to fail. I've failed a million times in this pursuit of a dream. Failure is okay. Like growing up in the 80s and the 90s, you know, it was the whole slogan of failure is not an option. And it's like, okay, like I, I get I get the message to try to motivate to win. But failure is an option, and that's okay. It's okay to fail. I'm living proof of that. I have failed numerous times. It's just, do you get back up and try again, or do you just give up? And when I dropped out of college, I gave up. And I was so pissed at myself when I decided to go back to college. Like, how can I just throw away my attempt at my dream so easily for no reason? So my 40s, my plan is to make sure I set a good example. For my girls and I'm going to continue to pursue broadcasting. Hopefully it turns into a full-time gig one day. That'd be great. If it doesn't, that's okay. I can still do high. I'm still doing high school games on the side. I'm still doing this podcasting stuff. Like I'm still able to, you know, be in that world of some way, shape or form. And I think that's, that's, you know, the example I want to set for my girls as they get older is like, look, you know, your dad continues to do this and he doesn't get paid to do it. And that's okay. He's not doing it for fame and money. He's doing it because he loves it. And if you love something, you can continue to do that. So my 40s, I don't know what's going to hold. I just know I'm excited to see what happens. I think I'm the only person that ever talks about being excited to turn the next stage. Like I'm, I'm excited to turn 41 and then 42 all the way up to my, you know, 50, 60. And, you know, I always joke. It's like, God, I hope I don't make it to 100 because <laughs> I don't know if I want to live that long. <laughs> I don't think I want to live that long. Um, my Papa Pete lived to be 101. My Nana right now, she is, uh, I believe it's 88, I think, 86, 88, something, something like that. And, you know, she's, she's still trucking along. <laughs> and, you know, I, I feel like I got the gene that's going to, I'm going to live for a long time. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, that's, it's an exciting thing for me. You know, people joke, I, I don't want to turn 30. I don't want to be 27. I don't want to be 40. People freak out about it. And sorry, people that hate their birthdays now or whatever you know but i'm gonna make fun of you but you know why are you stressing about something you can't control that's something i feel like i learned i learned in my 20s stop stressing about things you can't control stop worrying about it stop freaking out just like once you embrace it it's so much better just embrace that you're getting older because you're getting older and you're getting wiser well, for some of you, <laughs> I feel like I'm not getting as wise as, you know, I maybe should be. But you know what? The bottom line is I have a job. I have a roof over my head. I provide for the family. My wife provides for the family as well. Our kids are happy. We're going to rate. We're raising them right. You know, please and thank you. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. You know, they're they're being held accountable for stuff. And, you know, that's that's all you can ask for. Right. So why would I want to be? this serious adult that will take everything seriously. And like, if you're going to be 40, you got to act 40. She's come on, man. I, I, I got that all the time. You know, as I got older, he's like, you know, well, you know, you need to be more like an adult or you need to be more grown up or you need to start acting your age and all this other stuff. I got told that a lot by a lot of different people. And I always laughed at them going, well, okay, well, we're, where's that manual? Where's the manual that says you have to act a very specific way? Because that's not my personality. It's not. 
you know, and hopefully it's not for anybody else too. You know, act how you want to act, be who you want to be. It literally does not matter. But yeah. So, anyways, that's. Uh, I feel like I'm just rambling now. So, yeah, we're going on now for about 20 minutes. So, I guess I, it's time to wrap this bad boy up. So, you know, look, turning 40 was a lot of fun. I went out, had a few drinks with some friends. You know, it wasn't a big bash like I was at last night with my buddy uh, who turned 40. A lot of uh, our, our little core group that has been together for God knows how long. You know, a lot of us, it's the first time we've seen each other in a very long time. And it was a lot of fun, a lot of reminiscing, a lot of a lot of laughs. And it was it was a good time. And my wife had a great time. She made new friends like she always does. You know, she I don't think she ever meets a stranger, man. She, she can talk to anybody. And it's, I love it. So... I'm going to wrap this thing up and just say I hope everybody has a great new year. And, man, make sure that you follow the podcast wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, I have an Instagram. If you're on Instagram, it's at thegenteellife underscore between each word. Uh, The Genteel Life is on Instagram. And then I got the Genteel Life podcast on Facebook if you want to go follow or like that page as well. I don't really post a lot on that. I just kind of use that for if you, you know, I might, I'm trying to get better. But again, guys, trial and error. I'm trying to get better with this, right? And putting content out there and just sharing some stuff. But make sure you go like and follow those pages. But all right, so that's going to do it. I am a 40-year-old man who's hungover as can be right now. I'm going to drink some more water. I'm going to eat something because, God, I'm starving. And uh, needless to say, uh, I'm not going to be drinking like that for a while because, again, in your 40s, your hangovers suck. They are not fun. All right, everybody have a great rest of your day whenever you are listening to this, and we will see you next week.